0: life's a little sweeter here on dazed and infused welcome welcome to dazed and infused i'm latham woodward your host tonight we are very privileged to have alexi cheltas here um hope i pronounced that name correctly alexi and all right co-founder and ceo of wonder wonder is a delicious drink brand in the cannabis space um a rarity frankly i've tried almost every drink out there and there's only a couple like and wonder is one of the best ones out there and i'm so i'm a fanboy, and i'm going to sing your praises all day long alexi so welcome to the show
1: um great to be here thanks for having us
0: well it's super great to have you here and um let's just start out the show like we always do what's your historical relationship to cannabis alexi where'd you come to cannabis
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, um, my first experiences uh, were in early college. Uh, I lived in an international dorm, uh, so I had a lot of international friends, uh, you know, largely from Europe and and Asia, and my European international friends introduced me to spliffs, um, mixing uh, tobacco with, with some flour, and we would find ourselves in this just highly social intimate settings where we would sit in circles and, and consume cannabis either after a night out or during a dinner, um, or just even just hanging out just, uh, before we were going to go out. And so for me, that was, um, it just, it was ingrained into me as being this really social experience, Mm -hmm. um, and having these social occasions. And then as I got older, uh, you know, I think my my backgrounds changed, my uh, lifestyle changed uh, and, you know, I became a family man with three children um, and I just realized that that smoking fell off, but when when cannabis legalized in California, um, I just realized that, that the format didn't really fit where I was with my lifestyle. Um, it wasn't something I was going to do in front of my, my eight-year-old daughter. And uh, that was kind of this aha moment that realizing... Uh, there was there's two things. Just one, uh, the products that were being made were were a little bit too intense for me and my kind of low dose or low low metabolism or low low uh, uh, just low
0: um, tolerance level
1: tolerance. Thank you very much. And then also just that the that the format was was just not there for me either.
0: Right. I, I know I can totally equate with what you're saying about exposure to your kids. I had the same issue at my home. So it was always a fight. Uh, my daughter now who is 19 jokes about the fact that she never smoked, saw me smoke weed until she was 18. Uh, so I, I figured I did my job pretty well. I was like the Batman of weed smoking. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Well, it's interesting because I, I, my, I mean, my, my oldest right now, she's, She's about to be 11, and she totally knows what I do, you know, and it's, it's interesting. And I, what, I, when, what I realized in that kind of period was, you know, hiding something from, from someone is, is one thing, and then it's like, well, why am I hiding it from her? And, and that just kind of led to this whole series of conversations and, and just this reality that, you know, I didn't really want to be sheltering her. And, and you know, as I was kind of living and breathing, making a cannabis beverage, Yeah, just having those talks with her about, you know, what are different substances? What do they do for you? Why do people use them, How to think about them responsibly and and why I was making
0: them. Right. Um, As far as your background, you come from, it sounds like gaming and perhaps uh, film?
1: Yeah, consumer tech, um, gaming, uh, so so social games uh, in the, the kind of Facebook era and then the transition to mobile.
0: Okay. And do you feel like that exposure has helped you um, in this brave new world of cannabis, which as uh, your friend and my friend Taylor were just talking about how every day is an interesting challenge in the cannabis world?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to imagine um, being prepared for uh, – what is uh, this movement? Uh, this generational movement uh, yeah. to bring cannabis to the to the masses, um, in in this regulated environment, it's hard to prepare for that. But I do I do think that um, my experience uh, in consumer tech it was it was a super fast paced environment. Uh, you know, in two thousand nine, when when Facebook was just becoming a thing, when you know kind of social platforms were just becoming a thing, it was really the wild west and. It was this mentality where you know there was opportunities and those opportunities were really um, to be seized and it wasn't easy. Um, and so I think from a business perspective, it, it has a lot of parallels. I think of, of rolling with the startup mentality uh, that you just have to have to to be working in the cannabis industry. And then I yeah. think from the from the consumer perspective, it there's a lot of parallels in that we were we were creating these these intimate experiences for people to come together from across across the world in meaningful ways. And to me, that that core just runs through uh, with what we're doing here uh, with Wonder, where we're really thinking about how are we how are we a part of social experiences or meaningful experiences where people are coming together uh, to, to, to connect?
0: You know, it, it's really interesting to me that so many people that I regard as kind of thought leaders in this space are not, some of them are super crazy successful, like uh, George Sadler from Platinum Vapes. I had him on the show, and then I went down to San Diego and saw him. Amazing guy. Um, And then there's people like you, me. We're just starting out, really a couple years in, trying to get this thing going. One thing they have in common is this thing about community, the thing about Um, the conviviality of cannabis and how important that is to the whole culture and um, how it's going to be more important going forward, especially after the very tricky four years we've all just lived through. And, you know, that's that show continues a little bit, but, you know, hopefully it's dying down. But I like your attitude about it's about togetherness. It's about Um, the community and the cannabis community is one that is very stratified. There's so many levels and so many differences. It's amazing to me. Um, Where, where are you uh, manufacturing Lexi In Northern California, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're using uh, a a co-manufacturer called space station. So um, they're one of the, they were one of the first uh, co-manufacturers to come to market Mm Mm-hmm. Part of our thesis was really around um, wanting to build an asset light model. So, we really wanted to think about um, building something that was really scalable. And for us, that meant not investing the the million plus dollars that it would take to to stand up, you know, the bare bones of a manufacturing operation. For us, it meant not learning the, uh, not maybe not necessarily learning, but not uh, participating and living and breathing day in and day out manufacturing. I think. Uh, the cannabis beverage industry is so nascent and so so early and new that we really believed in focus um and and mastering our craft and and our craft is really around uh, a bit closer to the to the consumer and and how our product manifests and, and sits with them
0: so in terms of perfecting your craft is that do you think that you, you pulled that from the gaming industry and how it's either right or just doesn't work you know what i mean
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because uh, there there has been some uh, uh, some transition, I would say, in moving from from software, which you know, if we make a mistake pushing out software on Friday night, like you know, the yeah. it might be impacting hundreds of thousands of people instantly over the but weekend. By, by Saturday morning, we were fixing it, right, and, and it was instantly fixed, and then so. The stakes are a little bit different with with uh, physical goods, and especially particularly something that someone's consuming. So, um, as fast as we want to move, you know, and you know, Facebook's famous for move fast and break things. Uh, I'm constantly reminded that we we can't take it to that extreme, but we do like to, to move quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, I think going back to your question, uh, can you sorry, can you remind me uh, what what the
0: well about uh, you know about the the perfection level of you know oh, that's right getting getting a product out that works and it's it's cohesive and it's um the taste profile is there the the look and feel of the can is there um yeah the, yeah it's, it's yeah, important
1: the, 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 the big thing that i pulled from 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 that uh, from my my experience in, in gaming was it's just there's really this iterative approach mm-hmm. and the early days of wonder were really founded uh with with a small group of community, you know, not surprisingly, where we, we brought 10 to 15 to people pe- people together for these private wonder hours. Mm-hmm. Where we got together, uh, uh, we were calling it the saloon at the time, and it was like a random Tuesday night. And we brought people together and we just started making drinks for people. And they were cannabis-based, and people could choose to bring alcohol um, or, or drink cannabis, and not surprisingly, everybody was drinking the cannabis drinks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And those were the first iterations of our prototypes of product. and. That was in uh, Q4 of last year, so 2019. And we did about four of them within a, call it an eight week time period. Uh, and that really helped us to, to cement what the early versions of the product were. And, really
0: you know, cool. Since
1: then we even ended up doing additional prototypes. And so it was really around iteration, but iteration from like big circles of what the concept was to like narrowing the circle down. Uh,
0: to get to get more specific to where we were today right on well we're gonna we're not gonna go to a break now because what we're gonna do now is new to the show we're gonna be doing a live live read from one of our trusted advertisers and tonight we're brought to you by bud.com that's not the drink this is budcom the green green Bud.com. are you in California needing to In need of cannabis delivery? Are you looking for hemp products online? Bud.com offers curated collections of premium and value hemp and cannabis products including flour, pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, gummies, topicals, and concentrates. We partner with local dispensaries who fulfill your delivery order. Bud.com is a benefit corp supporting local businesses and helping local dispensaries thrive. Order cannabis delivery through Bud.com today. If you need more information, contact Max at Bud.com. That's B U com. Meet Wonder, the first California cannabis beverage to use Delta 8 THC, a cannabinoid with around half the psychoactive effects of traditional Delta 9 THC. Wonder combines two milligrams of Delta 8 with two milligrams of Delta 9 plus four milligrams of CBD for a lucid high and a calming body experience. Created to provide a more conscious alternative to alcohol, Wonder's sparkling and sessionable. Beverages are available in three bold flavors: watermelon wave, lemon ginger lift, and blood orange bliss. You can find Wonder in the Bay Area at the Apothecarium, Sava, Urbana, California Street Cannabis Company, and Soulful in the North Bay. In Los Angeles, look for Wonder at Sweet Flower, Calma, Green Goddess Collective, The Pottery, and Bud and Bloom. To learn more, visit www.findwonder.com or join the adventure on instagram at find wonder all right alexi we're back from that brief little live read there and um just want to talk to you about more about where we left it when we went to that short break the the time to get to market how long has this been in r&d for you
1: yeah i mean i think we're, we're 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 definitely around the year mark so uh it's yeah, we we probably finished, I would say, you know, quote unquote R and D uh in the summer of this year. So I would say a solid nine months. And then from there it's been I think navigating the um figuring out how to make something mm-hmm. scalable. Right. And then making sure that we were putting the fine touches, which uh sometimes take a little bit longer than than you want.
0: And you use um now i, I got to get this term right. You used um, not distillate or isolate. You're using a nanoparticle water soluble. Is that correct? Am I phrasing that correctly?
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's it's it, you know nano is a term that's that's thrown out quite a bit, I yeah. think the, the official term that our our supplier likes to use is uh is microencapsulated mm-hmm. um, and that what microencapsulated allows for the cannabis to do is to become water soluble and to become fast acting.
0: So what's what's your bioavailability usually for a typical human, let's just say?
1: Yeah, so I mean we in in part of our R&D in those, you know, wonder hours and those sessions that we were talking about, I think what we've found is that uh, a good most people start to feel it within 15 minutes. Um, and then you get a good chunk of the people I I call it uh, more than 60% of the people feel
0: it within 30 minutes and the makeup of your THC content you you're this is really cool because I had this conversation today with a guy down in in, um, Long Beach you use Delta 8 THC and it has around half the psychoactive effects of traditional uh, Delta 9 THC Um, and you have two milligrams of Delta 8 with two milligrams of Delta 9 plus four milligrams of CBD so it sounds like a very very Rounded product, and I can say from my from my own perspective, I loved it, and it really gave me um, that relaxation feel that I really look for. Um, so, a lot of props to you there because that was the right the right um, formula for sure.
1: Yeah, it's definitely one of the one of the uh, pillars that we're we're focused on building here at the company. So, we're super excited about all of the things that the cannabis plant does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's. As you know, there's there's more than a hundred different cannabinoid compounds in the cannabis plant, and uh, for reasons, you know, I think we could talk for a long time about. But the only two that people <laughs> really know about are are THC, quote unquote, and and CBD. Right. And, and so what we've been focused on is is how do we understand uh, what the other compounds do uh, in isolate and in conjunction with each other, and then how do we think about developing consumer experiences uh with ingredients in mind and that the ingredients are really the means to the end and the end that we're thinking about is is these differentiated consumer experiences
0: so with your flavor profile so you currently have the watermelon wave lemon Mm -hmm. ginger lift and blood orange bliss um are they natural flavors organically sourced flavors i know that's a touchy term in cannabis right now, but, um, w- what's, what's the real deal on that, the flavor profile?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the flavors are all, um, from what I would call, you know, leading and reputable tier one flavor, flavor providers. Mm-hmm. So we, we definitely did not skimp on that. And, right.
0: You
1: know, from, from the curtain, from behind the curtain that shows itself up in the, in the cost structure, which is always an important aspect. Yeah. And so we're really proud about that. We wanted to create a, a, a premium product that we, we felt great about. Um, They are all natural, so that was definitely uh, important for us from a flavoring perspective. Um, And then, you know, there's quite a few ingredients in it. And so like in our watermelon flavor, um, you know, there's cucumber in there Mm -hmm. um, and there's also hints of basil. And so that adds to some of the complexity and trying to nail, uh, which is actually a really hard flavor to do in retrospect, um, some of the authenticity around watermelon. Mm And then, uh, you know, our lemon ginger uh, as well. It was something that we, we wanted to kind of balance out the flavor profile, so we, we you know, included the hints of ginger there as well, but nothing too overwhelming because ginger fans were telling us they wanted more ginger and people who didn't like ginger were saying, Oh, actually I, I enjoy this. so that's where we knew we were in a
0: good spot. Yeah. The hardcore ginger fans are hard to uh, accommodate always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that one. Um, I love the blood orange bliss too. I mean, I think that was my hands down favorite. I'm a big blood orange fan and we're coming into that season right now. So I'm already getting excited about that for blood orange margaritas, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. From a standpoint of the, the outsider looking in, did you have any influences um, or influencers on what you do?
1: Oh man, I mean, I think uh, that's a that's a good question. There's there's, I mean, I think there's quite a few. Um, you know, I'd be lying if I if I didn't say that every innovator in the RTD or ready to drink, as people outside of the industry might not know. Uh, Ready to drink beverage. Every innovator in that space um, has really been a source of inspiration. So yeah. you know, I'm, I'm in San Francisco, and you know, I have the benefit of being able to go into some of these um, smaller markets that that really just have these these innovative beverages. Whether you're talking about flavor profile, mm. whether you're talking about function, whether you're talking about functional ingredients, whether you're um whether you're talking about sugar content, and so. I just found myself walking, you know. Especially once we started thinking about beverages, I just found myself walking down the aisles and just drawing inspiration from the packaging, from you know the actual experience. And so, you know, I could probably say I've tried almost every product in the store, uh, for better or worse, you know. And is
0: that non-alcoholic and alcoholic brands? Let's say
1: I've definitely tried almost all of the non-alcoholic. I would say from the alcoholic side, I've tried to. Dabble a little bit more because I think over the last year, those that category has really um, started to take off, and especially from the branding. Perspective. Oh yeah, I mean, everything is
0: just this gorgeous. Uh, this seltzer thing has gone ape shit.
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) almost like White Claw was was wave one. And then now you're seeing wave two where everyone's doing their rebuttal and upping their game. And that's just I think that's just amazing.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's it's brilliant. I was involved in an RTD drink years ago, an alcoholic called uh, Laughing Glass. I don't know if you've ever seen that on the aisles at Safeway or Vons or Ralph's and uh, interesting market. Um, Definitely changing. And right now, boy, high pressure in the alcohol sphere. Because, yeah. uh, you know, who's who's going to have that next white claw, you know,
1: it, it definitely is. And I mean, I think it's also one of those things where, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats and and uh, the making them accessible and cans has just really changed the, the consumer consumption experience. And um, and I think it's just I think it's great. I, you know, I, I haven't tried all of the products. I, I've been trying to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm just so sensitive to alcohol at this point that I've, I've, I've realized I'm not who I was uh, five years
0: ago. <laughs> Join the club, man. Join the club.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: as far as um, development in the future, I mean, I think you're doing great with what you got. I mean, are you looking for new things or what's on the horizon for um, Wonder?
1: Well, we're definitely hard at work. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a constant juggling act bef- uh, between uh, focusing on the here and the now because mm-hmm. there's, there's just so much... I think opportunity in front of us now, but I think we also um, really want to view ourselves as a leader of uh, what we think is going to be the next wave of, of cannabis, which is around differentiated effects. Yep. And so we're constantly um, focusing R&D and focusing our time and energy uh, around uh, leveling up our game and catching up with people you know, in the United States, and Israel wherever it is, um, so that we just are leaders in that space um, and and really drafting off of the work that that some amazing people are doing in the space. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're not ready to talk about anything yet, but we definitely have got some, some exciting stuff coming.
0: Well, keep me in mind for that big launch. So if you're in the East Bay, like I was for 27 years, I was a manufacturer in the East Bay. Um, And you're listening to this podcast right now. There is a new cannabis co-working space. And this is my segue into the next live read. Um, This is SkylabSpaces.com, Skylab Oakland, um, an amazing building, downtown Oakland. And they're offering co-working spaces for the cannabis industry. They're offering a safe, flexible um, time frame where you can come in and use the spaces. They offer outdoor yoga space. And when this COVID thing is over, they have a party space on that roof as well. So if you are looking for a dynamic, new and different and very attractive um, atmosphere in downtown Oakland, look at SkylabSpaces.com. That's S K Y L A B S P A C E S com Skylab spaces and tell Lillian, I sent you um, for the future um, and the people at home. You're in how many dispensaries right now? I mean, just give me a rough number. It doesn't have to be accurate.
1: Uh, I think the number is 18.
0: OK, and you have exposure in Southern California and Northern California. Is that right?
1: Yeah, throughout the L.A. metropolitan area and then uh, entire Bay Area.
0: Okay, so I know you've got Apothecarium and Sava, which is a great delivery service. Urbana, uh, California Street Cannabis Company, and Soulful up here in the North Bay, and down south um, we've got Sweet Flower, uh, Calma, Green Goddess Collective, which uh, Shugies is also in, uh, the Pottery, and Bud and Bloom. So that's a, actually a pretty nice lineup for you. I mean, it's a great place to start, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been just super uh, fortunate to. Uh, be well received by the retail partners um, that we're working with, and and we we want to try to make sure that we get it right. So we're we're cautiously um, working with new retail retail partners, but we're we're a pretty small, scrappy team. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're we're just making sure that we balance uh, our aggressiveness with our ability to execute.
0: Right. Well, that's good. I like your attitude, man. You really brought your your past um, skill sets into this this brave new world. It's great. I really think it's it's an interesting uh, approach because I hear a lot of really weird approaches to this business. Um, what's your typical demographic of your buyer? Do you know that by any chance? I mean,
1: um, you know, we don't know. Like, we, the people that this has resonated the most with has been, I'd call it that 28 to 40 year old mm-hmm. uh, person. And I think that there's, there tends to be, uh, two buckets that I would consider, you know, those people into, and and they tend to either be uh, people who are, are stressed out and drinking a lot of alcohol, uh, who are, who are working really hard. And then there tends to be people that are, uh, you know, and those people may be, you know, single, social, uh, or, you know, maybe in a relationship, but social, um, but drinking a lot. And then there tends to be the people who, might be a little bit older who fall into one of two categories where they're also stressed out, um, probably have kids, uh, probably working a lot, especially with the pandemic and are tired of how much they're drinking. And so are looking for alternatives and and have have not been able to get enough of this. And I've been just enthusiastic and over the moon about our product. And then the other product, the other category that I think falls within both of those cat of those groups, are people who have been off of alcohol for quite some time and are interested have already been interested in cannabis or other um uh, substances that i think that allow them to to relax and, and a beverage for them in cannabis format is uh quite new and when we talk to people that, that find it they just uh are and are thrilled uh by the fact that it can taste so good uh have such few calories and, and really uh, just take the
0: edge off yeah i have to i'm gonna just um, double double down on the tasting good part um it's uh, really a good flavor profile and um the, my only complaint about your product is that damn can top man yeah that, i well, know we
1: gotta, we gotta give that one to regulation
0: i know <laughs> i literally had my my reading glasses on i'm like how the hell do you open this thing <laughs>
1: got, got. Yeah, it's like one of those things that I, I think the, 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 the silver lining I can think of it is, uh, you know, it's like being in a secret club. When, once you've figured it out, then, then you're, you're, on the, you're on the inside.
0: Well, that makes me feel better because I actually <laughs> mastered it on can number three. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. one, I got the old school church key out, you know, and just... It, punctured it and then it exploded on me briefly so it was pretty messy
1: <laughs> shotgunning a shotgunning a wonder
0: exactly but uh, it's too good to shotgun so <laughs> hey we're at that part of this um the show where i like to um do a fan favorite it's called stony story and Alexi, i know it, i don't don't know if i briefed this with you already or not but this is a story that you can relate to people at home that it doesn't have to be about you. It could be about someone else that don't have to have a name in the story. Is there anything that really stands out for you in your past? Or you need a minute to think about that? And if you do, I can go to my next little plug here.
1: Great. Right, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Okay. So um, this show is also brought to you by, and this is very important, by um, Brothers Mark Cannabis, Premium Cannabis. So the Brothers Mark is a veteran owned and operated cannabis brand, and tomorrow is Veterans Day. So um, tomorrow, when you're out, look for um, Brothers Mark in a dispensary near you, support veterans and their exploits and what they're doing for their brothers in arms, sisters in arms and people who are veterans in the U.S. They're doing a valuable service, and they're bringing out some great, great products. You can find them at www.brothersmark.com. They also support a lot of good veterans groups, the veteranscannabisgroup.com, and many, many other veteran-related causes. They carry live resins, distillate, diamond shatter, crumble, live resin, pre-rolls, and eighth and um, eighth-ounce jars of flour. Look for them at a dispensary near you, and if you don't see them and you have a military connection in your life or a veteran in your life who is benefiting from cannabis, ask for your dispensary to carry it. Once again, that's www.brothersmark.com. Our veterans doing their thing for other veterans. And we're back, Alexi, so you figure out that uh, Stony story for us?
1: Yeah, definitely. Nice. Um, I don't even think my wife knows this, but uh, when we were early on in our in our dating days, uh, I was over at a friend's house hanging out in the afternoon, and uh, somebody pulled out a uh, an edible. as was a cookie,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Uh-oh. Uh, there was two of them. Yeah, and this is a classic one, right? So, um, you know, I, I we were looking at it, and I, I knew that you know one cookie was probably going to be too much. Uh, but I was just like, started eating it and it was, it was really delicious. Uh, and uh-oh. I waited about half an hour, <laughs> you know, 45 minutes. And, and then I had about another, another, the other half. I had half of the other half. So I had three quarters of this cookie. I'm just sitting there. I'm not really feeling anything. And then all of a sudden I, it just hits me <laughs> and I am just on my ass. And I had to go meet uh, you know, my, uh, my, 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 girlfriend at the time, I guess she was my girlfriend. I, we were, we were just kind of dating and, uh, we were going to go out for dinner. And so I had to get into an Uber and thank God there was Ubers and, and take an Uber across, across the bridge and go over there. And I yeah. just was like in my head the entire way thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How do and, I get
0: out of this Uber? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, it, it's just like, she's going to know. And so I was just, it was so, cause I wasn't, a, I wasn't a big user. And so, you know, it was pretty early on in our, in our dates and, you know, the first couple of dates. And so I was like, I want to just tell her I'm stoned and cancel. Like that's just, that's just <laughs> really weird. And so I had to, I had to, uh, ride it out for about the, the first hour of the date. And then, and then I started to come back to reality and that was probably by like hour three or four.
0: She never Before clued in.
1: She, she did not. She did not. So I don't even think she knows the story. So I'm gonna have to actually go ask her after this.
0: Oh my gosh, that's good. Uh, although I can say I've heard it before, <laughs> not from you, yeah, but everyone. I've heard. I mean, it's just your classic, classic, classic story about edibles and the old school edibles, especially with butter. You know, that that was a hit or miss. That's the end story yeah. there. Um,
1: even like with me today. Sorry, just one thing. Yeah. You know, I it, it's like. I always think about it in terms of Sour Patch kids. Like when I go to the movies, and, or when I used to go to the movies and I treated myself as Sour Patch kids, I mm-hmm. want the whole bag. Sure. And so,
0: I mean, th- that's the whole thing about these people um, who are making like 10 and 20 milligram gummies. I'm like, dude, you can't eat one. That's insane, you know? Yeah. Um, my good friend Jeff, the 420 chef, who um, is known around the cannabis world, he makes his gummies at 2.5, which is super smart because then you can munch a bunch of them. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, that's already 31 minutes into this. And I got to thank you, Alexi, for being on the show. And thank you um, so much for making a great product that I, I'm enjoying, my friends are enjoying. And keep it up, man. I think you're on the right track and stick to your guns and do your thing. You can find uh, Wonder at www.findwonder.com and you can find it at dispensaries near you. And, now, and as I've been saying and preaching this to the listenership here, if you want something in the dispensary and you don't see it, ask for it. Dispensaries have a bad habit of steering you towards stuff they carry um, and not really catering to your needs. The only way you can get what you want in a supermarket is ask for it. The same should be this, uh, for dispensaries. If you don't see what you want, you don't see wonder there, you don't see sugies there, ask for it. And they'll start getting the message. There's so many peripheral products in the cannabis sphere that need to see the light of day because it's not all about pre-rolls and gummies. Alexi, thanks again for being here and best of luck to you. And please come back with any announcements you have about future products.
1: All right. Thank you. Take care.
0: Thank you. And as always, this show was brought to you by Shuggies. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S at shuggies.com. The sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat now in the home baker bag. Eight ounces of delicious unrefined sugar with 100 milligrams of THC. Look for it at a dispensary near you. And again, ask for it if they don't have it. We also have Shuggies in agave and sugar single packs and our convenient 20-pack value look for us also in the next six to eight weeks with stevia we've had so many requests for stevia you're going to get a 30 um, gram package with 100 milligrams of thc in it easy for you to carry easy for you to use on the go so thanks again for joining us here with wonder and alexi and we'll see you next time Mm